perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butter B. Rocco. Listen, we have an amazing show for you. She is the founder of YB Limited. She's an actor, a model, a producer. Can you please help me welcome to the show, Ms. Lili Washington. How you doing, Lili? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing excellent. It is so good to speak to you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I am honored to be on here. So, yes, um, let's do this thing. Okay. Well, i like to dive right on in. Can you please tell everyone a little bit about your background? Yes. Well, again, I'm Lily Washington, the owner and founder of YB Limited. Um, that is, uh, it's, it's spelled different, but it's like a question. YB Limited, right? Um, and what that is, it's a beauty and fashion brand. Uh, I started that in 2013 and I was a makeup artist and uh, YB Limited became the first full-service, all-inclusive mobile glam team in the country. And then I moved to New York in 2019. And then a lot of things happened, including a whole, you know, panorama. That's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's the word me and my friends use. But that happened. And when that happened, it, it, it threw, like, it just threw a curveball for us, a lot of us especially in the entertainment industry and the fashion and beauty. I mean, all of that is, is cohesive. And uh, I ended up making a career change, but it wasn't done um, consciously. Like, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to become a model. But that's what happened. I became a model. And from there, I uh, started acting. And it was just like one thing led to another. And, yeah, a lot of great things happened. A lot of great things happened. It sounds like it. Okay, so we're going to... We're going to dive into and dissect a little bit of what you just was saying about yourself. So you started off in makeup. How early on did you know that this was something that you wanted to do regarding makeup? Well, since I was a child, I knew I wanted to do something artistic. Uh, I didn't know, you know, or, or, or in like something in beauty or fashion. I always, always have been obsessed with beauty and fashion. I've always wanted to march to a beat of my own drum. So I was always doing Barbie's hair and all of that stuff. And I was obsessed with how my mother did her hair and makeup. And, and I would go to school and I was like, oh, my God, I love when my teacher wears her makeup like that. Or I love my teacher wears her hair like that. And I was pressed to dress myself at five years old. Now, let me tell you, I was mixing patterns before mixing patterns was cool. Okay. Oh, wow. So my mother was yeah, but my mother wasn't having it. <laughs> she, she, so they, they wasn't having any of it, actually. So because of that, I ended up repressing a lot of those urges and started to march to the beat of the drum of normalcy, which is so boring. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I did for a long time until it was reintroduced to me, you know? I became a professional makeup artist, though, in 2012. 
I shot you down, bang, bang. You hit the ground, bang, bang. That awful sound, bang, bang. I used to shoot you. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah, we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah, I met a man, it was just the other day. Get some food on his plate, man, he couldn't even make his own way Two kids, baby mama, eat a father and a son Trying to beat another case Young man, celebrate, cause you only live once Gotta make it all great Gotta make it all great Gotta keep moving Though this life may bring you down, you're not losing Be yourself and no one else, keep pursuing just wanna bring your hope through this music Cause we're just all human So stand up and face the world Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well maybe I'll be the one Well maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well maybe I'll be the one Well maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. started off doing your own face and then started doing I would imagine your friends faces first yeah uh, I started off uh, <laughs> yeah that's exactly how it happened I actually started off doing my own making my own lip gloss I've always okay. been yeah I've always been the one to make stuff from scratch still I'm still that person till this day and we were doing a photo shoot to highlight my lip gloss and I wanted to just put a little bit of concealer on certain parts of my face and my friend at the time was like oh you're gonna have a full face by the end of the year and I was like nah I, I just want a little bit of concealer they was like nah girl you gonna have a face full face by the end of the year and that's exactly what happened started doing my own face then people started to approach me wanting me to do their face and I was like girl I don't do makeup and they were like, well, I'll pay you. I said, well, I'll, you know, consider it, <laughs> you know. So what, I, so what I did was, like, I'm self-taught. And what I did was I wrote down a list of things that were intimidating to me when it came to makeup. Uh, different face shapes, eye shapes, undertones, problematic skin, all of that stuff. And I then I wrote a list of people that I knew who had all of those things. And then I called them and say, hey, can you support me by letting me do your face? Now, I, I'm, chances are I'm going to mess it up, okay? But you're not paying me. You can wipe it off, but you're helping me practice. And I have friends who supported mm -hmm. me by allowing me to do that. Yeah, and it worked. 
And that's very important to do. I mean, at least you, because people usually don't take on the, their their problem areas. You know, you did a you did a self evaluation, saw your weaknesses, and went after your weaknesses, which is really good. Yes, it's not very normal. important. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because um, I was already in a place in life where I was doing a lot of self reflecting and and work on myself. And mm-hmm. that wasn't just limited to my personal life. That transferred over to my professional life as well. Hence why I ended up naming the company Why I Be Limited because that's just where I was at at that point in my life. And I'm still there today where I realized that the only limitations that I have is the ones that I impose on myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the name. I think it's very catchy and it's a playoff of words. So uh, as as a... As a writer, I think that's actually brilliant. Why be limited? So I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so you talked about that you created your own lip gloss. Like, you kind of breeze through that. That's not something that, you know, people be like, oh, well, I'm just going to make this. I'm just going to make this. So I heard that you like chemistry. And so creating things is is what you love to do. So tell us how you came up with your concepts. Well, uh, that's funny. I do love chemistry, and I have mm-hmm. a secret that's going to stay between you and I. I'm a closet nerd. <laughs> and I love, like, instead of watching movies, I'll sit there and watch something chemistry-related on YouTube or something like that, right? Oh, wow. And... and yeah, that's that's me. Um, so, and like, it, it's crazy because I have a harder time sitting down watching a movie versus versus uh, watching a documentary. I, it's hard for me to watch a 30-minute TV show, but I can watch a five-hour documentary. It's weird. But chemistry-related, I have always been that person since I was a kid. Um, my family will tell you anytime I got quiet, you know I was mixing some stuff up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why didn't mean good with me? That mean I was doing something sneaky, and I was mixing the lotions with the shampoos with the da, da, da. and of course it was a mess at first. But as time went on, I started to develop things, and this was all throughout my childhood, my teenage life. And so I've been making my own skincare since I was in high school. Um, wow. and so it's a natural gift. I will say that it's a natural gift. I can't really explain it because you know, when you have a natural gift, all of us have one to the point where a lot of us don't even know we have them because it's so second nature to us that we don't even think about it. We, we it's, you know, mm-hmm. and th- that's how chemistry is for me. Uh, when I go shopping for any type of products, I don't, you know, whether it's skincare or household products or whatever, I never look at the front of the label because, um, you know, the front of the label will tell you, oh, it's rejuvenating and revitalizing and all of this stuff. And I'm like, child, let me, I turn the, the packaging around and look at the, the, the chemicals that are in it and see what order it comes in. And then I'll be able to tell you what it does based on that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's weird, right. but that's, thing you know we're sorry the number you have dialed is not in so we're gonna take another pause for the calls this is one of my favorites off of my album entitled hung up so make sure you turn it up you know what i mean turn it up dj turn it up y'all let me know how y'all feeling it all right at transparency talks podcast Operator, can you say nay? Read out a number that page me. Hit speed down from another time. Hope I can reach you, make a mind. Nobody move, don't make a sound. Got a connection in the background with the static slab. Lines across, all of a sudden the call was lost. Call 911, falling hot like gills. Strip, I love, can't get enough. Boy, you're all I'm thinking of. Call 911, falling hot like gills. Strip, I love, can't get enough.
never clicked over. He let it go, let the call roll over. Could this be love? It must be true. Then all of a sudden, heard the phone go. Call 911, falling hot and kills. If I love can get enough, boy, you're all I'm thinking of. Call 911, falling hot for kills. If I love can get enough, boy, you're all I'm thinking of. I'm so hung up on you, boy. Don't know what to do. my single hung up I'm digging it man I'm digging it I'm digging it that was off of my first album so you know of course that was a blessing make sure you tune in Transparency Talks podcast we everywhere there are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast including Pandora iHeartRadio Spotify Stitcher Apple Podcast Blaze One Radio in Atlanta Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbee Rocker. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. So you started YB Limited and you were the very, one of the first, our very first, all-inclusive mobile service. Can you tell us what that included? Yes. So... Like you said, we were the first that was full service, but we were one of the first companies like ours. ours. Um, there were there was another company that came before us. Called, um, I'm not going to say their name because they're not paying me, but they didn't do all of the services that we did. So we did hair, and we still do this. We operate out of Atlanta currently um, now as well. We do hair, makeup, photography, wardrobe, and nails. Wow. And it was, and we bring all of those services, or or a fraction of those services, whatever the client needs, to the client. We specialize it to the client's needs, um, and so we have several uh, professionals that fall under each of those categories. Because what I like to do is I like to handpick the team for the particular client based on mm-hmm. the skill set and the personality and all of that stuff. Um, and our reviews have been raving. It, it, it's it's one of the most fun things I've ever done. It was one of the hardest things to build because, like I said, I didn't know we were building the blueprint. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We just started doing something. One thing led to another. And I looked up one day and I kind of got nervous. And I was like, oh, I need to find, let me do some research and see who's done this before to kind of get some pointers. And I went to do the research and there wasn't anyone doing it the way we were doing it. Yeah, so we just have so to one figure thing it out. That I just, okay. One thing I just heard you say is that you basically matched up your clients with your um, team, right? 
which means yes. that you have to have a hands-on approach and really know your team as well as what your clients, who your clients are, what they're really looking for and who can feel, you know, can fit the needs for your clients. So that just shows that you go above and beyond uh, to me to add that personal touch of knowing exactly who your clientele is. Most definitely. Most definitely. I will say that without even thinking twice. That That's because when I started the company, something that was very important to me was to provide an experience. Mm-hmm. That came first. That came even before the service because I felt the service is easy. Like I could have went out and got in Atlanta, come on now, <laughs> tons of makeup artists, wonderful makeup artists, wonderful hairstylists, mm-hmm. wonderful photographers, all of that. They were abundant. At the same time, I knew that I needed a special group of people who really loved what they did, in addition to being fired at what they did. I'm talking about love what they did because that transfers, that energy transfers to the client. They feel that. Mm-hmm. They know it, you know. And so ha- providing an experience was my very first thing, like that was always in the forefront of what I did. Then, of course, the service. The service was is equally as important, but that experience, I'm telling you, it stays with them. Like I, I, I tell people, you know what I'm saying? Like if I do your wedding, right, and, you know, we're a part of your wedding group. We're there with you. All day, we we were part of helping you plan leading up to the wedding. Like, we're a part of that experience. We're a part of whatever it is, that memory. We're we're a part of that. So it's a beautiful thing. And I have such great relationships with with the clients. It's not just, they don't just look at at us as just going to a hair salon or just getting a hair. It's more than that. Like, we're kind of like family to a lot of our clients. I understand. Um... I sing at a lot of weddings and everything, and I feel the same way. It's not just, you know, somebody just getting up there singing. I really find out what the clients want to, um, what would they want their first dance to be. These are very important moments for them, and I'm sharing in that whole experience and making their their moments even more magical. So I definitely agree and understand what you're saying. Right. Like, they, they feel heard. They feel yep. like you hear them and you care. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So you also branched out with your YB Limited and started a model management leg of your company. Yeah. What do you look for in your models? Well, uh, currently I don't run YBO model management, but it's still up and running. Uh, and the okay. reason being is because I became talent and I just didn't want to be talent and manager um, not saying that it's not possible. I just didn't want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So, but when I was personally picking them, and sometimes I do, you know, I still do have um, a hands-on approach for when I do pick. The biggest thing I look for is not what people think. Because the, the biggest misconception of what people think we're looking for um, and when I say we, I'm speaking of model managers and talent agencies and model scouts. We're not looking for the quote-unquote pretty person. Mm. We're looking for, yeah, that is the biggest misconception. We are looking for an it factor. We're looking for something that stands out and sticks out above the pretty people. Because mm-hmm. there is a such thing as being too commercially pretty to even get signed because what happens is okay typically the the the, and i'm just gonna because i don't i don't typically sign male models um okay i'm more excited about the female models and stuff so that's i told you i I only do what i love and what excites me and not just for the money so um yeah i i tried early 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 on to do the whole male model try to include them because i wanted to be all inclusive but then i realized i'm not excited by it so i let someone else do that um but when i'm looking for a young lady it's typically not going to be that girl when we're walking down the street like oh she's so pretty it's usually Mm -hmm. the girl who got teased growing up Mm -hmm. because I'm the one who got teased growing up. And what's funny is 
those things that most professional models want scatees for is the thing that breaks their career make you know makes them who they are in their career it's so weird it's so ironic but right. like with me all of the things that i hated the most about myself are all of the things that have uh, made me a successful modeling career misconception that when when it's time for lights camera action that's the only time that you you're supposed to be on can you talk about can you talk about why that misconception is wrong Mm, that's a really good question i love that question because a lot of people think that they want this and they don't know what all of the stuff that comes with it all of the nuances Mm -hmm. And um, and before I answer this, let me be very clear. I love what I do, and I wouldn't trade it for nothing. At the same time, and I think what what helps with with me too is that I came from behind the scenes into in front of the scenes, so I knew what to expect. But a lot of people don't mm-hmm. know what to expect, right? And you give up a lot of yourself, more than you. No, more than you are aware of. And I'm going to give you a couple examples of that um, when it comes to relationships. Let me just talk about that. Um, 
I've I've always been private about my my relationships, but since becoming a quote unquote public figure, I've become extra guarded and private. Um, right. Because people feel like they that you belong to them, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? It's not because these people support you. They they really do. They've been there for your career, and a lot of them. So a lot of the times that they, they feel like they really, truly know you. And sometimes they can overset their boundaries without even knowing. So for me, I've had to be like just really guarded about certain things because the people that we love, our family, our friends, our mates, they don't ask for this life. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to be public figures. They, you know, so there's times where you're out with your mates and people want to take pictures with you, you know, um, or just all kind of little stuff that people don't understand you. And basically what I'm saying, I'm just what basically what I'm saying is answering your question is that, yes, you always have to be on when you're in public because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's taking videos and, and pictures of you. Um, and so you have to be aware of that. And even with me, like I was, I started off as a makeup artist, so I, I used my makeup to promote myself. But so now that's what they expect when they see me in public. They want mm-hmm. Instagram Lily. They want Vogue magazine Lily. And when you don't give them that, because they forget you're a regular person, when you don't give them that, then it's like, oh, she don't look the way she look on Instagram. Well, girl, none of us do. Right. <laughs> you know, when we wake up, none of us do. But people like you and I, we don't, a lot of times don't get that liberty of just being off or saying, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to take pictures because we're human. And I feel like I'm one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet in public. At the same time, I have no problem with getting a person together. Mm-hmm. I, um, but I'm very nice, you know. I'm, and, and at the same time, I'm human too. And some days I just don't want to be bothered. And that goes for any human. But you have to understand that that comes with the territory. Let's talk to some of the new models and and everything that's trying to get into this business and stay in this business. What advice do you give? <laughs> you know I can write a book. Because <laughs> I, I, the reason why is that I'm actually going to start doing more videos giving advice and kind of just break it down piece by piece because there's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, some of the best advice that I give people straight on is um, number one, you always have fun and do what you do, do what you love. Don't do anything that you don't want to do, right? So it's really important that you know yourself and you know where you want to go in your career. Um, but you also have to be open to suggestive criticism and, and things like that because it's it's like a it's a fine balance. It's a fine line between standing your ground and being open minded to new ideas. Right. So you know you have to be because oh god yeah you you have to be on top of that because there's times where I've tried to train models and all I hear is oh I got it I know I got it I know and I'm like okay well why am I here then I might as well just go home you know that's why that's why they typically like to sign younger models i'm gonna be real with you on that um right. it's not about yeah it's not about the age thing per in per se it's about the open-mindedness thing and and not being so stuck in your ways so you have to know the about it's a fine line that's the best way i can put it of just being able to say oh this is the time to pick this battle and stand my ground and this is the time to listen <sighs> yeah um the other thing is consistency consistency is the key because Mm. and the thing is the thing is though there are no guarantees none of us and nobody should ever guarantee you success in this industry ever if they do get rid of them fast okay because the reality is this is what this is what you're going to have to look forward to you're going to have to work a lot. It is modeling is not easy. Ninety percent of it is business. Okay, 
that stuff that you see in us in front of the camera looking all glamorous and fabulous, that's like 5% of it, okay? Right. And then you got the other 5% that's real glamorous. That's 5% I just gave you, right? Now, with the other 90%, you're going to work your tail off and you're going to have to do it consistently in order to possibly, hence the word possibly, be able to pay your bills modeling. I'm blessed that I am able to make a living doing what I love, but nobody was able to guarantee me that. I just believed in myself enough to get up every day and do what it took to possibly get to where I'm at today and wherever else I'm going from here. Taking another pause for the calls, this is JJ Day with Me Too. You guys hit me up on Instagram at Transparency Talks Podcast or at Butter Be Rockin'. Let me know what you're feeling, all right? was JJ Day with Me Too. I want to hear from my people over in UK. It's so city to beat. Y'all let me know what y'all feeling, all right? Thank you. 
regimen to get yourself prepared um, for these different shoots and, and everything? Another good question. So <laughs> um, I had a few major shoots the last couple of weeks, so I've had to be more disciplined than, um, than, you know, I'm pretty disciplined normally, but I have to be extra disciplined when I have to work, right? Uh, rest is extremely important. I do not play when it comes to getting my rest. Uh, mm -hmm. I still go to bed late, but I make sure I time it like, okay, what do I have to do the next day? Now, I go to bed early when I have to, the, the day before. Shoot, that's that's one thing. Rest is very important. Diet is very important, like finding a diet that works for you. Um, and, and, and I can't stress that enough. It has to work for you or else you're not going to stick to it. You're not going to do it. For me, I intermediate fast. I've been um, doing that for a decade now. That works for me. Um, I'm not here to champion for it or anything like that. That's just what works for me. I know other people who do it, they love it too. And I know some people say, I can't do that. So find what works for you. The other thing is lots of water. Lots and lots and lots of water. Stay hydrated. Um, those are the things that I do pretty much to get ready for a shoot and read oh read read whatever comes to read your contracts read your call sheets all of that read it thoroughly um yeah that's what i do to pretty much get ready for shoots um oh i mean the other thing is um uh, my nails you know i always make sure i have model nails which are short right clear or new, you know, things like that, because I like my nails long and ratchet. But so when I have to work, I have to tell them and get my, my, my uh, model nails on. So, you know, just little things like that. Mask. I didn't know that that was a model. Oh, yes. I'm sorry yes. to set you off. I didn't know that uh, long nails was uh, a model no-no. Oh, yeah, because what happens is, unless the creative director or whoever you're working with, because sometimes that has happened to me as well. Um, I'll get booked and I'll have my, I'll still have my model nails and then they'll give me the date. Oh, okay, we're planning on shooting on this particular day. And I'll say, well, these are how my nails are done right now. And I, and sometimes if I know the brand, if I'm familiar with the brand, like when I did Target, I already knew mm -hmm. without even asking, cut them damn nails, right? Right, um, right. But when I'm working with maybe more of a eclectic brand, then I know that they have a little bit more wiggle room. So I'll say, hey, do you want me to cut the length? Do you want me to change the color? Or do you want me to keep them as is? So, but typically the, the industry standard is going to be shorter, um, nude, clear, something like that. Okay. So yeah. you just hit on this. You just talked about Target. You are the first transgender on National Target commercial. Can you tell us um, how that feels? Or was you the first? I, yeah, first, but, but not for the commercial for uh, their campaign. And okay. I was okay. now for the commercial. I was the first for Stitch, Stitch Fix, and that commercial is running now. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. So both of those felt extremely good. Surreal is the best word that I can say because sometimes the, the Stitch Fix commercial. Oh, guess what? I shot. I found this out today because you know your phone will remind you of stuff. Um, I shot the Stitch Fix commercial in LA today, last year. Mm. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, I, I, it hit me today. I was going through my phone and it was like, one one year ago today and, and it showed up like, oh my god i was on set for this fix um and i and i shot target last year um as well then i just shot them again two weeks ago um and so i'm saying that to say it's been a year since those milestones and it still hasn't fully set in yet uh, i have my moments um and the moments really come with the people who support me, my followers. Um, because mm -hmm. <laughs> so they they tell me that these things are out even before my agent tells me the things are out, the commercials and the the ads and stuff. I just 
had an author ad come out last week or a couple weeks ago. And I'm doing my makeup one Sunday morning and my phone starts blowing up. And I look and it's people who just happened to go to Alta, went to Alta that morning, saw me there, started taking pictures and sending them to me and posting them and tagging them. And that's how I knew it was out. So there's another model who shot as well, a couple models that shot that day too when we were in LA. And I went on her page to, um, you know, to say, hey, I'll stuff this out. I'll, like, are you excited? But then I realized it's been out two weeks and it wasn't on her page. So I inboxed her and I was like, hey, have you seen um, our pictures? And she was like, it came out. I was like, yeah. And that's when they hit me. I was like, oh my God, I've been bombarded nonstop by followers, mostly people who haven't met me in real life, who are taking time out of their day to go up to Alter to take pictures and to post them in support. Wow. That's crazy. Like, that right there means just as much, if not even more, than the actual ad itself. When you have genuine civilians who haven't met you, do you know how much gas prices are? And they're using their right. gas to go up. You know, I mean, I think about stuff like that. That right there hits home. Like, that hits... That, I'm, I'm not just saying like that. It, that right there does something to me. Okay, so let me tell you this. So my husband went to Alta to get me something that was wrong. So I had to go back to the store and get a refund, right? And mm-hmm. I'm standing in line. It's two people in front of me. And there you are right in front on the very um, right where as soon as you come in right where the cashiers are right in the middle right so then wow. i start saying yeah i know her and she's on my podcast <laughs> i start doing all that <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> you were acting like my mom <laughs> yeah it was it was so cool it was so cool i was i was having a proud moment right there and um absolutely beautiful but yeah it was really cool thank you yeah it's a beautiful thing taking another pause for the cause this is samurai tai with alan christian lubatins it got my bottoms like a lobster monster i'ma eat the beat up like it's pasta rolling down the street i'm wearing black just like a mobster you don't want no smoke you get unhealthy need a doctor shout out to my homie he got dreads like a roster relay me the word and i might bring a couple shots i be pulling strings no guitar but i'm a rock star i be on the highway and i'm dodging all the cop cars writing all my lyrics i be writing like an author No, my name ain't luke but i am a skywalker got that number nine i'm pulling up like tony parker I just like to kick it with your boo, we playing soccer Shawty bad, she inked up like a marker I be steady cooking in the stool like Betty Crocker Way too many bands, I go to Linux, I'm a shopper I'm just trying to jump up to the top like Grasshopper Shawty asked me for that Louis and that Prada She do nothing for me, so I had to give her nada I'm in the casino in Las Vegas in Nevada I got me a foreign thing, she come from Guatemala Ayy and them bands in my pocket Shawty said she want me when she walked inside my closet Ay, We know you faking, homie, stop it Gotta play it smart, I make it back, I make that profit Finish playing soccer, she gon' kick it like a sensei Left the spot on Monday, but she be right back on Wednesday She don't take opinions, she don't care about what her friends say I've been making progress, I've been trying to make some headway Shawty got them curls that she like to use a can to I just get so lucky, number 12, like I'm Andrew can't let her try to tie the knot just like a bantu Always keep it real because I'm never acting brand new Ayy, I'ma light it up just like a candle I secured a drip and used to rockin' Nike sandals Soon they bout to know me and they'll call me by my handle I'ma need a platinum sitting pretty on my mantle Always keep that water, you would think I was a camel And my life's sweet, it can mess up your enamel So, on top of you modeling, you also act. So, let's talk a little bit about your short film. The Love Throughout. Well, Mm -hmm. The Love Throughout is a seven-minute short film that you can find on YouTube. And it's a seven-minute short film about my life. 
my journey to self-love and self-acceptance. And you've seen the film, so you can attest that we put a, we packed a lot into those seven minutes, but it made sense. Like it wasn't all over the place. Um, I really wanted to tell my story to help heal others because mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier I went through and I you, it's an ever going thing but I went through uh, this just the what is it like the healing journey you know just I did a lot of work and I do a lot of work on myself it was so much that I needed to heal from my childhood I just needed to heal that inner child and I looked at one day and it was just certain things that would happen in everyday life that would use that used to would trigger me that no longer triggers me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I noticed that hurt and pain turn it turned into um, empathy and compassion. That's mm-hmm. when I realized like, wow, there's been like some healing, some real healing. Like I'm not talking about that 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 type of healing when you get on TikTok and you sound good type of healing. I'm talking right. about when the rubber meets the road type of healing went on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, now I feel comfortable because I've already been doing motivational speaking for some years now, but it's a whole different thing when you make a visual of that stuff. And you've seen the film, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, right. It's 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 a whole different thing, but I'm so comfortable in my skin today that I was able to do that, um, and I didn't realize that it was it was going to heal me even more. I didn't realize how many people were going to be helped by it, um, but I also didn't realize how much it would bring up as well because I literally had to relive a lot of these moments. Literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot. Yeah, I, I can see but that. Like, it, yeah. it was very transparent. You know, you was being very, you, you gave it all. You put it all out there. And um, I thought that it was something that was great for you to be able to do. I, I wrote a book and I was, I was very blunt and, and very just open with everything. The ups and downs of my life, my divorce you know, all of the things. And I found Mm. it to be very healing for myself as well as like you was just saying, it helped other people. So it, it, it was, it was very important for you to do this film Yes, for yourself and for others. So, you know, I I definitely saw it and really liked it. So um, I commend you and I'm hoping that you're going to be doing more. Yes, I definitely have plans to do more. Um, I produced it with Mr. David Han. Him and I did that together during the heart of the pandemic. Um, it was, hold on, there's, I don't know why somebody's been doing that the last couple nights, just going up and down my block, making that noise. Um, I live in New York, you all. There's never a quiet moment. <laughs> so, um, but that was, I, I, we did that film out of the need to create. Um, but I didn't realize it was going up help so many people but I'm glad that we did and um, I just shot a season of a, a web series um, so it's called Shirley and Ross and I'm a main character in this particular web series uh, and the, the first episode of that is on YouTube as well so that's exciting because that was something completely different um, it's uh, like a quirky dramedy um so I encourage everyone to go watch it. It's totally different from the love throughout. So it gave me an opportunity to to do something that was different, you know, and I can't wait to do more things. Awesome. So my final question is, can you tell everyone how they can reach you? Yes. You can reach me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or in TikTok. All um, all of it is going to be YB Limited. Now, let me spell it out for you. It is the letter Y, the letter B as in boy, limited. The letter Y, the letter B, limited. YB Limited. And that's on all platforms. 
Okay. Well, I just wanted to tell you that I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and thank you for being a part of the show. Well, thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed it as well. You are so awesome. And I had to tell you, my manager is a fan of yours. And keep doing everything that you're doing because you are just, you're, you are doing it all right. <laughs> so thank, thank you. you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much. And with that, everyone, we are out of here. So we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. I'm going to leave you with the Black Bettys. This is Love by You. Never knew